2 Thessalonians chapter 3, verse 16, and I'll read. Now, may the Lord of peace himself give you his peace at all times and in every situation. The Lord be with you all. The living word. You know, if, if we're not if we're not getting the blessings of the Lord, if we're not uh if we don't have peace in our life, if, you know, it's because there's a there's a there's a, a misbelief, a disbelief in us. I think, you know, because I believe once you believe that, your life will take a change, a radical change. And that and that's how you begin to walk in the in the obedience, obedient faith of of God's living word. It takes obedient faith, I told them. In Luke 2, chapter 2, the angels came upon, upon the, the, the shepherds and, uh, and they said, Glory to God in the highest and on earth peace to whom his favor rests. Glory to God in the highest and peace, and on earth, peace to those that his favor rests on. In another translation, I think the, the NLT, it says, peace to those who please him, or whom he's pleased with. So I believe we come to church and we receive this peace. Because if we're, if we're, uh, if we're honest with ourselves, we came to church because we needed peace in our life. You know, there, there was something that, that somebody came and invited us and, and gave us a flyer or told us, you should try coming to church. And we came because it sounded good to our heart. And, and I believe that, that God's peace was given to us there. So peace to all men and women on earth who please him. First of all, when Christ came, the angel told the shepherds the good news, it said. Luke 2, chapter, uh, verse 9. The, the Bible says, That night there were shepherds staying in the fields nearby, guarding the flocks of sheep. Suddenly an angel of the Lord appeared among them, and the radiance of the Lord's glory surrounded them. They were terrified, but the angel reassured them, Don't be afraid. I bring you good news. That will bring great joy to all people. Great joy for all people. Do you remember when you first heard the gospel preached? Do you remember that day you sat in this church and you heard the gospel preached to you? It's good news. That's that's what gospel means. Good news. So when we hear it, yeah, you get you feel energized. You feel life, you feel peace, you feel excited. You know, it it it, it really does uh, speak to our heart and lifts us up. You know, we walk out like, man, I'm coming back next week. I'm going to come back next week because that was just good. I, I feel good. My heart feels, feels like Maria says, fluffy. And I'm going to come back next week because... Why not? So it is good news, the Bible says. 
The angel told the shepherds the good news. I know for me it was great news when I heard that. That when I when I got saved, it was I was blown away. I had never heard it preached like a Christian preacher does it. You know what I mean? I I went through the motions in Catholic Church. Just stand up, sit down, kneel down, kneel now. You know, and the same old, same old. And nothing was being hit. Nothing hit me. So it was great news. And it is great news that the the shepherd told us. Because later on he says, The Savior, yes, the Messiah, the Lord, has been born today in Bethlehem. Another version says, a Savior has been born unto you. I know for me it was great news because I was living in sin and God sent Jesus to die on the cross for me. And if I believed that God raised him from the dead, I would be set free. A new start, a new heart, and a new life. And most of all, peace in my heart. Most of all, peace in my heart. Because we ask Jesus to live in our hearts. And he is the Prince of Peace, the Bible says. Not because he's peaceful, but because he gives peace. Let's go to Isaiah 26.3. You will keep in perfect peace those whose minds are steadfast because they trust in you. If God is on our mind, you will be in peace. You will be as you will be in peace as long as your mind is on Him. Can anyone testify to that? When Christ is on my mind, when I'm thinking of my brothers and sisters, or or the potluck we had, when I when when I Think of the songs that that touched my heart during service this morning. You know, when I'm thinking Christ, there's peace in my heart. Because Christ is on my mind. We have to think thoughts of Christ. That's why we need to continually have Christ in our mind. Because that's what brings the peace. I want you to know today that it's the presence of the Lord that will grant you peace. That Second Thessalonians 3.16 said, May the Lord himself give you peace. It's the presence of the Lord that grants us peace. And in Isaiah 26.3 it said, You will keep in perfect peace those whose minds are steadfast because they trust in you. Oh, church, when you begin to trust in God, people can talk, people can yell, things can get totally unwrapped in your house but you know what it gives you let me tell you what it gives you it gives you a tough hide and and your spouse might be all all up but you know what i'm not gonna get rattled with you i'm not gonna yell with you you know i'm cool because the presence of the lord the more you trust in the lord the less things affect you we we react because our trust isn't fully in the Lord. Why, why if if Maria ever got mad, am I gonna get mad with her? It's just, I mean, gibberish. He says 
He grants perfect peace. Who wants perfect peace? I want perfect peace in my life. Perfect peace is peace during any storm. Oh, you might have an emotion, but you are firm in your faith that God will get you through this. Our faith that God will get you through this. If you trust like that, you will have perfect peace. Matthew 5, 9 says, Blessed are the peacemakers because they will be children of God. They will be called children of God. Why will they be called children of God? Because wasn't Jesus a peacemaker? And Jesus was the child of God. Those who strive to prevent war and strife. Blessed are they, for they will be called children of God. It's funny. Last week, we were talking about hope, but I talked about what brings no hope. And today, we're talking about peace. What brings us no peace? No peace is when you're always pointing out the bad. When you're criticizing. When you're accusing, when you're arguing. Guess what you're not being like? Somebody. Christ. You're not being Christ-like. No. So. Getting ahead of myself. Proverbs 17. Proverbs 17. 1727. And I'm going to read it in the NLT. It says, A truly wise person uses few words. A person with understanding is even tempered. Even fools are thought wise when they keep silent. With their mouths shut, they seem intelligent. Let's see what the NIV says there. The one who has knowledge uses words with restraint. And whoever has understanding is even tempered. Even fools are thought wise if they keep silent and discerning if they hold their tongues. A child of God is not one that just lashes. Right? There's no peace in lashing out. You, you've left the presence of God once you're at, at that point. <laughs> you know, a peacemaker. See, wisdom is keeping the peace. The ways to know peace is sin and losing focus. The way to know peace is sin and losing focus. Sin. Obviously, if you're caught up in sin, there will be no peace in your life because you're separated from Christ. 
you're 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 dabbling with sin, and there's there's no peace in your life because you're far from Christ. There's no uh, there's no God in you because sin separates you from God. Sin separates you from God. Losing focus, though. If you are focused on pleasing God and being godly, you won't be a peacebreaker. You'll want to be a peacemaker. Psalm 34:14 says, Depart from evil, do good, seek peace, and pursue it. What is pursue? Pursue means to follow in order to catch and seize. Pursue peace. It says, seek peace and pursue it. I've said this before. I've used that before. But pursue means to follow in order to catch and to seize it. To hold on to that peace. You know? We have to want that peace. Amen? I said it's the presence of the Lord that will grant you peace. Only God. Seeking God, pleasing God, obeying God, praying to God, thanking God, knowing God, loving God. All God. No. All that. All that. All that will keep peace in your life. I mean, you're seeking God. You're looking to please God. You're obeying God. You're praying to God. You're thanking God. My God. <laughs> you know? I mean, when, you're, when, when your life is centered around like that, you're going to have peace, man. You're going to have that peace that surpasses all understanding. You know, because, because it's God's presence that grants us peace. You know? You know, um, I mean, there's times when we're going to get rattled, you know, but but when we step over the line, then we're out of the presence of God, you know. When we when we cross over into cussing and 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 having verbal attacks, you know, uh, arguing, I mean, we're, we've left. We've left the 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 what do you say? Um, we've left the presence of God, you know, because because now the flesh is taking over. We're <laughs> we're just fleshed out now, you know. <laughs> you know, there's peace is gone because the presence of God is gone. Amen, and that's. That's the truth. I mean, and I'm not on. I'm not. I'm. I'm as guilty as all too. You know, 
and the peace is not there because we're not focused on God no more. We've lost our focus and peace is gone. Amen? <clears throat> so how do we get this peace? Let's go to Philippians. Chapter 4. Philippians chapter 4. Verse 4. You there say amen. Okay. Rejoice in the Lord always. I will say it again. Rejoice. Let your gentleness be evident to all. The Lord is near. Do not be anxious about anything, but in every situation, by prayer petition, with thanksgiving, present your request to God. And the peace of God, which transcends all understanding, will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. Finally, brothers and sisters, verse 8, whatever is true, whatever is noble, whatever is right, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is admirable, if anything is excellent or praiseworthy, think about these things. Whatever you have learned or received or heard from me or seen in me, put it into practice. And the God of peace will be with you always. My gosh, my gosh. Rejoice always. Charles Spurgeon, a, 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 a big Christian back in the day, said, people who are happy in the Lord are not quick to get angry or be offended. People who are happy in the Lord are not quick to get angry or be offended. Their minds are so sweetly occupied with higher things, they are not easily rattled by the little offenses. Joy in the Lord is the cure for all discord. Amen? I mean, and that's, and that's peace. When you're happy in the Lord, when, 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 I mean, the Bible says the joy of the Lord is my strength. If I'm happy serving God, there's peace in my life about God. Amen? I mean, I, I'm, cause, cause it's a joy to, to, to be with my church family. Cause it's a joy for me to open my Bible and have God speak to me. It's a joy for me to read a devotion and it hit me, lift my heart up. You know, it's a joy when when I hear a good, a, a good worship song. You know, it's a joy. I mean, I'm 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 enjoying the Lord, somebody, amen. And when when you're when your life is surrounded like that, you're in peace, man. You're in perfect peace because the presence of the Lord is with you, amen. 
Let your gentleness be known to all. First Peter 3, 4. I think I got it. I think I got ahead of myself there. Now, now Paul was talking to about women, but this is a scripture that will go either way. Amen. It says, rather it should be your inner self, the unfading beauty of a gentle and quiet spirit, which is of great worth in God's sight. That's man or woman. Come on, somebody. You know, he's talking to the women, but I mean, just like most of the Bible says men, he's talking about flesh. He's talking about human, human. It's your inner self. It's your heart. It's your heart. The unfading beauty of a gentle and quiet spirit. That of the inner self, because what's in the heart will come out, somebody. If my heart is full of is full of anger and 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 revenge and 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 jealousy and envy, it's gonna come out. The Bible says it's not what goes in your mouth that defiles you, it's what comes out of your mouth, because that's what's in here. It's the inner self, the inner beauty, because what's in the heart will come out, somebody. The unfading beauty, meaning it never leaves you. It's not just gentle to those who know you or don't know you. It's a spirit that lives in you. A gentle and quiet spirit. You know? This isn't just a uh, 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 an emotion to have. This is a. This is what's in you. A gentle and quiet spirit. Amen. That of an of the inner self, because that's what the heart says. Unfading beauty, meaning it never leaves you, because it lives in you. It's the gentle and quiet spirit, and it's of great worth in God's sight. Why? Because you're representing him, somebody. You know? Why is it of great worth to have that gentle and quiet spirit? Because you're representing him. Who am I to be representing God all rattled and, and angry and you know, mad doggy and stuff, you know? <laughs> you know? A gentle, friendly uh, uh, easy to come to, you know, uh, uh, easy to talk to person. That that's that's a gentle, and quiet spirit, right? You know, you, you. What good are we when when we're letting our emotions carry us, right? That's not that's not that's not of great worth to to God. It's that perfect peace we want. Why does Paul say? Whatever is this and whatever is that. You know why? Paul says, whatever is true, whatever is right, whatever is lovely, whatever is pure, whatever that, this and that, 
Why does he say that, somebody? Because if he stopped on whatever is true and right, that might not be, that might not live, that might not leave everybody in a good light. So what does he say? He says, whatever is lovely, whatever is admirable, whatever is excellent, whatever is praiseworthy, somebody. Don't just stop at true and right. He's providing for your family. Sisters. She takes care of the kids. She cooks. She feeds your kids. He helps out at the house. She pays the bills and cleans. What's ever good, whatever's praiseworthy, whatever's excellent. Come on. That's what you think about. Don't don't just don't give me that. It's true. You know, he, he didn't say that. He says, whatever is this, whatever is that, too. Right? Come on, somebody, man. Boom. Marriage counseling right now, somebody. <laughs> He was sure to put everything in that. Whatever is lovely. Whatever is that. Amen. Who is the peacemaker? And who is the peacebreaker? Do you always have to be right? If you do, you're wrong. Peace is of great worth to the Lord. Jesus came to bring us peace. Have you received it? Hold on to it. Pursue it. Hold it. Possess it, man. Possess it. Live it and love it. Yes. Glory to God in the highest and on earth peace to those whose favor rests. Who his favor rests on. That's awesome. You know, we need to hold on to that peace. You know? That's what's gonna that's what's gonna Help us to go the distance. That's what's going to help us work on our marriage and live with each other for forever. That That's what's going to have us cross the finish line and, and shake Jesus' hand and give God a big 